We're here. We're here. In person. IRL. IRL. And not like when I say that when I'm just like going live on Instagram, but I'm not really in real life. Yeah. Uh, we are. I can see Susie. I could reach out and touch her if I wanted. Episode 532. Will there be touching? Who knows? <laughs> she is sitting far away at the end of the table from me. So it makes it hard. But I'm touching her in my mind. <laughs> Oh, my God. Inappropriate, Sarah? All of a sudden, the whole podcast changes. <laughs> I um, just missed you. Sarah is here at my house. Mm-hmm. She's really made herself at home. Uh-oh. <laughs> what I do? See, now it's like I know oh, nothing. Oh, you know. Oh, is this when I walked in on you? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Sarah doesn't understand what closed doors mean. This is true. And you know what I think it might be is that I am in a house with dogs and Mm. we naturally close the door behind us. Who's we? Me and my mom because she's been spending a lot of time (laughs) at my house. She's like, now it's become a we. I know, really. It's, uh, uh, she's basically moved in and which is fine. I love it. Um, I think she's leaving after I get back from this trip, except she's really trying to sell me on you and I taking a trip to like the Bahamas or something and her like staying at my house. So <laughs> I like, yeah, she's like, you and Susie need to talk. Like she even thought she's like, okay, so you're going over, you're flying to Pittsburgh. And then when you guys go into the Bahamas, I was like, huh. what did you get this idea? I think wow. you and I were just talking about that. But anyway, so yes, she's there and we've been closing. I've been like making an effort to close the door behind me. So maybe it's just like, I don't know. I but assume so, that yeah, but I don't was, knock. You're right. It was it, it was a mistake. I have regrets. <laughs> I saw if, nothing. If one was in that habit right. of closing doors, presumably yeah. what would accompany that habit is Knocking this. if they were open. <laughs> I guess it's just like living alone. I never assume that there's a person behind there too. I mean, I guess I was like, taking my morning bath. As what she does. Yes. As only I do. Yes. And in walks Sarah. And I thought it had to be Lincoln. I'm screaming at him like, Lincoln. Right. What are you doing? And then I'm like, oh my God, it's Sarah coming on in. In my defense, there are a lot of doors in this house. (laughs) And half of them, I don't even know where they go. And I could easily get turned around in this place. Okay, but you knew you were trying to use the bathroom. Okay, this is correct. (laughs) At that time. This is correct. But I I wasn't quite sure where your bathroom was. Or if that was it. I I didn't know because also it seemed like. If I were to assume, where would Susie take her bath? I would think it might be in the master bathroom. Yeah, there's no tub in there or shower. I don't even know. I've never yeah. even seen it because mm-hmm. I don't know even. She know. hasn't like, made her way over there. Yeah, she's been to just that wing, <laughs> occupying my bathroom right. while I'm okay, in it. But in it, also in my defense, you've got all the really nice bath products in there. It smells lovely. Well, that's true. Who Thank doesn't you, want to hang out in there? I told you, I love that. I mean, company. I just want to like. Sit in your bathroom all the time all right. with you. Look, she's buttering me up I know. to make up for this travesty. Next time I'll, like, I'll like, like read you stories and like pour you wine. And that was another thing. What? I was list- like I had NPR on in the bathroom. <gasps> it's not like it was silent no, in You know there. what? The, there were fans. I got your kids screaming. <laughs> I'm in the middle fans. of a Nerf battle with your son. It gets confusing, yeah. I guess. And then I kept – and then as soon as we were done, I was like, Lincoln, shh. Lincoln, shh. you know how you like do that? Like I got in trouble for something and then now I have to like police everybody else's behavior of being like, oh, you're being very loud. Your yeah. mom is trying to take a, sh- a bath. I'm fine with noise. I am less fine with like being Company. nude right. in front of humans. Oh, but well, you look great. So no Thank worries. you. Thank you. I only saw side boob, but 
it looks good. I mean, that really, I will give you that. I have good side boob. Uh, um, That's about it. Actually, let me just say, you have good 360 degree boob. Okay, see what she's doing? And it is working. I'm fine with that. All is forgiven. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. It is nice to be together. Oh, man, it is like the best in the whole world. Are you surprised at how I emotionally kept it together? Did I cry? I cried a little. You did cry I a know. little. But, but not like It would have been sob. weird if you didn't. I know. That would have been weird. Um, did you feel like you had to really steal yourself to stay together? Yes. No, you didn't. 100%. And I'm coming off of an air. And it was very obvious from my Instagram story. Uh, the few people who are very close to me totally knew and called me out on it. Because, you know, I got like my nice fancy upgrade in which I was uh, treated to... Uh, Unlimited pours from the bottle of wine. And oh, the, uh, they knew that you were flight. tipsy. Yes. I didn't. I never know when you're tipsy. Really? No. Oh, my God. It was so obvious in that video that I did at the airport where I was like, oh, my God, I can't contain my enthusiasm. My friend Tana was like, oh, you are so tipsy. You must be tipsy around me a lot then because that's how I am. That's <laughs> no. how I know that it's you. That's like my the Sarah affect. Oh, that I think it was. there was a little more of a... A lisp or like some sort of like like my you could tell Damn, him how I'm I was slipping. talking. Well, that, then this well, trip and, was necessary. And, and also I didn't my pick uh, up on that. my friends uh, were, that called me out were therapists, so they're good at, at catching that stuff. Okay. But yeah, I definitely was. You know, and I had five minutes between. I had to run. I had to do that like that uh, like in me an up. airplane. Tell in that a, story airport. about your watch. About about my watch. Yeah, how your watch was like. It looks like you're running oh my outside. Gosh. Yes, <laughs> I tried to take a picture of that, and it, I, I like it, I didn't get it in time. But I was going from airport or going from gate to gate, like so super fast. Yeah. And also the thing that was also making me faster, which I didn't share with you yet. I'm so glad I saved it for this podcast. There was a guy who was also late to his flight, who was. It was very clear he was trying to uh, out fast walk me. He kept on like, like, it seemed like he was trying to get ahead of me. And I was like, oh, you think you're a faster walker than me? That was a big mistake on his part. Huge. (laughs) And so then I had to like hightail it like double time and be like, you know, let's show you what these these Rothys can do. Even when I do accidentally challenge you to some sort of competition, I immediately regret it. Because, like, I just think it's normal. Like, when you're with your friends, you're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, let's see who can do that. Yeah. When it's Sarah. Oh, don't you think I've gotten better? Yes. But it's like I have PTSD. And oh, then okay. it, I'm like, why did you say that, Susie? Oh, oh my God. Don't you, how was I at Goofy Golf yesterday? Real good. See? I Like, let their, the new evidence build for how do I am. Because I've to totally t- not to no, be, not at oh, all okay. anymore. I don't care as much. Yeah, you're right. But if I had said, "Hey, Sarah, let's let's um, you know," I don't think I care as really? much. Really, I really don't. Does because that... you know what I like doing is I, I'm more into it of cheering on like Lincoln in it. Yeah. I want to get enthusiastic about the other person who I feel like should win. Do you think that that's a result of maturity or deadening in inside your soul, <laughs> or you know, tomato, oh, tomato? Oh, yeah, right. All right. Oh, same thing. Like the more right? you live, the more you're like, who fucking I'm like, cares? who cares? Like. You know, my mom said this of like, there's this, you know, once you get to 40, there's kind of a fuck it attitude mm-hmm. and it gets even like more profound after menopause. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm like creeping up on that. Like, I just really, I'm living for me and I don't need to be like show like, like, I don't know. I just, yeah, maybe a little dead inside. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'm fine with that. You know, 
I see Mel her come alive, though, whenever she posts on Instagram about her HelloFresh cookery. Do, do you see how how good I've been recently? There, yeah. I, mean, I have not been good. HelloFresh been good. But I'm going to take all the credit. No, it looks so good. And that's keeping me alive, me man. With my schedule, I don't know what I would do. Like, yeah. I worked with my therapist to come up with a plan. And the plan was, hey, why don't you, like, plan for your meals for the week? Do you know how you could do that? Huh. Actually, I do. And it has been such a lifesaver. Well, and she mentioned the other day because Lincoln was sharing all the foods he doesn't like. And Sarah was saying she used to think she didn't like mushrooms, but then she had this delicious HelloFresh meal with mushrooms. And then she was like, turns out. Turns out only my exes didn't like mushrooms. And I just thought I didn't like it because they always said I didn't like mushrooms. I love them. She loves mushrooms. So now, HelloFresh, we can thank you for expanding her horizons. And it's so great because they deliver all the ingredients to your door. You can make 15 to 20 minute dinners, breakfast on the go even. I've never had their breakfast. Me I should either. do that. Yeah. Well, I, I love, love a good breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they just have everything you could ever want, something for everyone to enjoy. You can um, make changes. It's flexible. You can change oh, so the flexible. delivery day, customize I I, I everything. I t- paused it when I came here. Okay, Easy. One yeah. button. Not like... Like you have to search. It's so easy. I don't like having to think about how do I change well, it. Yeah, because that's the goal. This right. is to make your life easier. So yeah. go to HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy14 and use BrainCandy14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy14. Use code BrainCandy14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. And you can yes. eat nice like Sarah and yes. I do. Yes. And sometimes they throw in little treats. Did you get those marshmallows? Yes. Oh, my God. Let me tell you what I did with those. I took those and I cut them in half and then I put them between two graham crackers, put them in the microwave. (gasps) S'mores. Ah, so good. Do you agree that chocolate is optional in the s'more or do you think it's necessary? No, I think it's optional. I'm kind of with you in that. I wouldn't. They just were, they got ahead of themselves on that. I mean, I agree. I I like the. I want the chocolate there, but I'm fine with if it's not. Yeah. It's not the one doing the heavy the, lifting. Yeah, it's not the mandatory ingredient. Yeah. I mean, the marshmallow is obvious. Marshmallow and then graham cracker and then chocolate. Yes. That's I'd the say order. marshmallow, fire, graham cracker. Fire! Because it has to be melted. Because if you just took a marshmallow and put it between graham... Ugh, I'm not eating that. Yeah, that's true. So... Yes. Fire is an ingredient. Fire is like one of the key <laughs> things. None of these things uh, uh, I was going to talk to you about today. But yeah, let me what see what... about? Oh, okay. So a few... Um, well, this story I, I read a really long time ago. I feel like I keep... It's really funny because, you know, I write my notes for the week and everything. And the things that I didn't get to, sometimes I'll move over to the next page. Yeah. I'd say on about half of the pages in this book, it says adult baby furniture. Furni- Baby fetish furniture at the top of my page. Have we talked about this? So you keep avoiding it, but yes. it's still like it's you still should come, talk I'm like, about this, it. People are really going to want to no, hear this. No, baby fetish furniture I haven't heard of, but I think is important that we do. Right? Okay. Yeah. So there, I, I watched this video on and like read an article that went with it on these guys who are in, I want to say it's like Louisiana or Kentucky or something like that, but they... Uh, uh, and I understand that those are not next to each other, but in my mind, I put them in Might as well be. similar category. Anyways, um, so their job is to make furniture specifically for oh. adult baby fetishes. So that's their company. This is their company. What's At, it called? Oh, 
<laughs> Sorry. I'm going to have to well, find out. Well, because I just can't imagine how, what combination of those words you would... Oh, really good point. So I went in with the whole idea that it was going to be one of those, like, cringy kind of like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. By the end of it, I was really, like... I mean, I'm not into baby fetish, that's for sure. But I understood the importance of them having this job oh, and having sake. this, like... This I got to hear. Right. Because I cannot imagine being convinced of that. Well, okay. So one of the things that that they talked about was kind of like every person's right to kind of express themselves and how they feel and this, that, and the other. They, the personal stories of the people who did this were the things that I think stood out to me because they were men who were in kind of like the construction world, but were gay and didn't feel like they really fit in. So somehow got involved. I want to say they got like fired from a job or somebody got like let go from a job, like because of their sexuality. And then they were, they like, answered an uh, ad about like making this like somebody was like oh can you yeah, make this and okay. at first they were like mm, i don't know that's like kind of a little weird i don't know if i really want to like you know get into that industry yeah but they saw like the 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 way that it was really like a shared experience of being um uh, outcast uh, yeah outcasts thank you and and hearing these, like, hillbilly guys talk with such empathy, it, like, it, my brain couldn't even compute it. I couldn't, it, it didn't match. Like, the picture didn't match what okay, I thought. Okay, I, I get what you're do. saying. And by the end of it, I was like, well, good for you and your, your, yeah, baby good for the business furniture. people. You know, I don't have a problem with them trying to profit off of these weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> but I, the, the fetish itself yeah. is problematic for me. Oh my god, I didn't even think. Okay, 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 okay. Um, you didn't even think what? I didn't think about that. Well, but you're very tolerant of these I know. people. I know, <laughs> but it, <sighs> you shouldn't be. I've decided to quit allowing this. I know. Okay, so but here's here's we have to think about like the intention too because I can see. Somebody developing that fetish, if you had attachment issues where somebody, like, I don't think the sexual, like, I don't even want to say those words. I can't even say it. But I think it's more an expression of a need for nurture. Then just do that. Stop it with the bonnets and diapers and stuff. Oh, God. You're right. Maybe I am, too, because I get weird, (sighs) creepy feelings in my stomach. That's the thing that I, that's the thing that surprised me. You know what? This is probably why I avoided talking about this for so long. (laughs) It makes sense now when I really, I like knew, and I knew that in my stomach, like, I think I'll just put up the link and maybe you guys watch it and you, you judge for yourself because that was the feeling I had. But then I'm like, uh, it felt good by the end of it like they were doing something yeah the furniture people aren't the issue <laughs> right 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 like but then you know how you, you if like you're if the, oh, but then i think we're we're if you're not hurting anyone i know this is what you say I and know. i tried to get on board with it because it seems like the right thing for a progressive woman <laughs> to do 
But I can't because you were like, there's no such thing as a fetish. <sighs> like everyone just isn't their own thing. There's no such thing as like normal. Yes, there is. I, uh... You know it and I know it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, well, you know, I'm just going to post it and let you guys decide because when I, it felt like these guys go through that same journey of like, uh, uh, like maybe disgust or, or judgment. And then they see how it kind of helps people. I don't know. It is strange. Well, I just can't. How many dollars are we talking about this industry? Oh, my God, a lot. Like, they're the only one. I don't think there are a lot of people who do it. What it's do more they like sell? Cribs and rockers uh, and stuff? And High chairs? Yes, that's the, big, that's the big one. And they say people are really into the customization of it. They really want it, like, their See, that's, stuck, that's annoying But, to like, me how too. different is that than the weirdo sex doll people? I don't like them either. True. <laughs> Susie's like, look, you're right. I don't like any of them. <laughs> They're I, all wrong. I really just have an aversion to like props. Props. A- yeah. Anytime you have to buy yep. furniture for yep. your to get off, yep. you oh. should probably do like a little bit of a reset on that. Okay. You know what? Absolutely. And it really is an avoidance of, you know, I really wish they would go to therapy instead of spending the $6,000 on the crib. You could have easily, you know gone to therapy and- but like let's say someone did come to you with this baby thing yeah cooking yeah and i don't think that you would try to kind of like talk them out of it unless I wouldn't. they it's not wanna- my job to talk anybody out of anything yeah i'm starting to think you guys don't have a job <laughs> i really am i've come to this conclusion because oh, you guys it's so the only industry in the world where You'll be like, okay, so what do i do i mean that's the whole premise of this thing is advice and you guys are like what do you think you should do? <laughs> like, what? Are, what is this I, mirroring ki- bullshit? Right. I mean, that's kind of lazy therapy in some ways. That if they're doing that, I mean, we do a little. I like. I feel like, sure, that's like Rogerian therapy. That is kind of like the older ones will do that. Well, I, I would think too. The if ones, I had been doing it for thirty years, listening to people dumb problems, <laughs> I would probably be like, crypts. "You tell me. <laughs> you tell me." So right. it's not that I don't get it, right? But I'm just sort of like, I cannot believe you people are charging for this. Not you, yes, but not these, me. Present company excluded. Whatever that but. thing you just said, Rodarian or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That that Carl Rogers, he was the therapist who kind of introduced that whole reflective, like blank state, like just yeah. Like, what if people tuned into this show and and then they wanted to be entertained? And I'm like, well, why don't you entertain me? <laughs> I'm like, that's not gonna work. That's my job. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, I'm. All I right think then. I I like to think that uh, my clients would say I. I don't put in let, the work. I, I put in the work. That I believe. Yeah, yeah. And I do like to ask the tough question. I like. Okay, but like, let's say they the came questions. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, did have the fetish, and yeah. they they were ambivalent about yeah. it. Like, they liked it obviously, yeah. but then they were like, I don't know, is this weird? Yeah. What would you do if well, they were sort of on the fence? Here's the crazy thing: is like I rarely treat the symptoms. I treat. That's the difference between like a life coach and a therapist. 
Yeah. Like, I get down to why is it, you know, if, if I don't even talk about the symptom. Yeah, right. I would never even mention the fetish. Yeah. We would just talk about... What may be inspiring yes. it. Yes. Okay. What's at the root of the problem? What's your belief about yourself? What's your belief about what you need to be or your worth, um, you know, as a person? What is your acceptance and love of yourself? Can you accept yourself? And I think those things maybe fall away the more you learn to love and accept yourself. Yeah. Do you think so? I do. I mean, I feel like I was having this conversation a little bit ago about like, you know, uh, even stuff we talk about on the show, you know, we've been like... I think if you were to look back at episodes in the very beginning, <laughs> the kink level was a little higher in like uh, the enthusiasm or excitement for me in that category was a little bit higher. Now it feels like I just would, it's, you don't need that. It's like the prop thing, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It feels like, you know, really, really good sex is just how good is the connection. That's what I'm thinking. That is it. And everything else feels like. If you got to buy custom furniture no. to, to if, have if, an orgasm. If, yeah. Or any like <laughs> custom. Right. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, and I get like, you know, and in, in really like enjoying yourself, playing, having yeah, fun. Yeah, have a good time. Yeah. You know, like, but you don't want Christmas every day. Like that wouldn't be like the, 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 you know. That's what I mean. The regular way I'd have sex. And if it, that becomes like the only way that you can get off, then that's the thing too. Do you think that these people ever just go for the vanilla version or do you think they do? This is required. I I have no idea. You know, I, I haven't, I don't have experience in that. That's like not my specialty of what I work with. What is your guess though? It seems it's pretty immersive. Yeah. (laughs) We do know about like the communities, (laughs) but that's sort of what there might be a lot more about it that is. That uh-huh. might be the important part. The community. They like to feel like a part of something. Yeah. Too, you know? Of course. I mean, like the flat layered. earthers. Yes. What I mean, oh. I feel like we should have our own community for people who love shipping directly from their house or uh, office. You will be a proud member, as will I. Of the stamps.com community. Yes. And that is a community we support because community of staying at home. This is just good sense. Yes. Staying at home. Right. You save on stamps and postage, and you don't have to leave your house, and things still get where they need to go. What more do you want? Send your letters, (laughs) your packages, ship directly from where you are by printing it out, and then your carrier picks it up. It's a no-brainer. And with their um, switch and save feature, you can compare carriers to find the best rate. So sometimes it'll be UPS, sometimes it'll be USPS, and you can just get better rates that way. Stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our code BRAINCANDY, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BRAINCANDY. That's stamps.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Yes. Yes. So, yes. The, uh, uh, I am not so mad at the baby furniture fetish people. The craftsmen. The, cr- the craftsmen. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I am mad at another guy this week. Great. Uh, right? We love that. So, did you hear about the Britney Spears fan fiction? No. In the Science Journal? No. Okay. So... W- 
you know, Britney Spears has been a hot topic in the news recently with the conservatorship and everything going on. So the, I don't know if, if, I don't know how it was discovered or how somebody came about this, but back in 2008, in the Journal of Nature, a freaking academic journal, okay? So in this journal, there apparently there's a section in this like scientific magazine or journal that's for um, uh, like fiction, like it's like a fiction section, which seems weird anyway. And it's for um, like fantasy writing. And so this writer did a fan fiction about Britney Spears becoming a uh, lab tech at LSU. And it is one of the strangest things. I couldn't believe it. There was somebody, somebody tweeted, somebody found this and said, what? And I cannot emphasize this. The fuck is this? And it was titled, When Britney Spears Comes to My Lab. And it was in Nature magazine. Are you sure? A hundred percent. Because then the author of it, who's a professor at LSU, doubled down when he was interviewed and said, why did you write this? Can I read you the opening of it? Uh, Yes, please do. It's, it. it's, I'm not in, I'm not in belief at the moment. Right. It's, it's, you can't even believe it. I, well, I don't even understand why they would need a fantasy section in an academic journal. Why would they do that? Right. I can't understand it. It was published in, it's a science fiction section of nature called Futures. And that's the, the, uh, this woman named Helen Pearson, who's the chief magazine editor for nature, uh, said that it was recently flagged and sent to us like, this happened, of course, in 2008, but still, how the hell did this one get through the, uh, 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 you know, editing process? So here's how the article opens. When Britney Spears comes to LSU, she'll be wearing a silver strapless stretch top that doesn't show too much of her belly, unless she actually moves her arms, and black capri pants with a little dip in the waistband. It's followed by the sentence, cutting up dead animals in the student lab will give her an odd, heady rush that she'll find slightly disorienting and mildly pleasant. What? I'm seeing the, the response, the author's note from this June. Can you believe this? He tried to say, so he had two arguments. People, he, people reached out to him and were like, uh, WTF. And he said, the piece was originally written for two reasons. One, I believe and still believe that Brittany would be a strong research student due to her work ethic and creativity. Since she was raised in Louisiana, she would have gone to LSU had she decided to go to university. And two, I had talked to several high school science students about how to get more teens interested in science, and several said, have someone like Britney Spears promote it. Britney's performing image at the time unfortunately strongly focused on the male gaze reaction and objectification of her. And so those elements were all uh, of the attempted satire of the piece all where the attempted satire of the piece comes from, but this humor is clearly inappropriate. I've been trying to reply to any people who have contacted me and let them know that I sincerely apologize for it. Okay, so he didn't double down, but I just feel like when you're pointing out these are the two reasons I did it, I don't think you can say here's why I did it and I'm sorry. Like, it just feels like a... a well, I mean, the author's note at the beginning that I'm reading seems more succinct and understandable. Yeah, well, I didn't see like I didn't it says, read that one. What did that one say? I want to respond to some of the recent reactions to this article by saying I'm deeply sorry that it has caused offense. When I wrote it in 2007, it was intended as a humorous piece in praise of Britney Spears, satirizing the style of articles about her at the time. 
but then refocusing that framework on her immense talents and the fact that the drive and creativity needed to succeed in research are similar to those needed to succeed in the music business. I realize now that parts of the story are inappropriate, and I sincerely apologize. And then there's an editor's note. Mm -hmm. But, like, they would have had no idea that what is happening now would be happening. Yeah. And, like, fucking academics are weird. That's true. And, like... I'm like, why did you take the advice of a high school student? And, you know, I could imagine the high school student, like, here's this guy who's the professor or whatever talking to them. And he's like, how do I make that, you know, cooler? And they're like, I don't know, have Britney Spears do it or something. And he actually, like, they were probably, like, fucking with him a little. Mm-hmm. And I think he took it as serious. I mean, Isn't I don't, just- I think it's harmless, but I think the bigger question is why in God's name right. the Journal of Nature even has a... F- fantasy section right what is the good that comes from that i don't know i think it's it's i don't know i can't figure it out either yeah right yeah it seems i would need to know more about that and or or maybe it's one of those things where it was like uh, like it got grandfathered in like they did it a long time ago and and like you know maybe in like when I imagine in like the seventies when the whole like spacey kind of like futuristic sci-fi writing was super popular, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Ooh, that would be fun, maybe to get readers' interest in it." And then it just stayed, and they're like, "Oh, I guess we just have to fill this section now." And it's right. like, I don't know, Harry Potter or Britney Spears fan fiction. What do you want? Do you think the intention was bad? I think that it shows how. I think the intention was maybe good, but I think that it shows how women are objectified and still, like you said, seen through that male gaze. Mm-hmm. That, And if I were a female research assistant or somebody, a female reading that, interested in science, that wouldn't make me want to, like, I wouldn't feel... if I don't feel like I'm one of those girls who even looks like the other girls in the challenge. Like, I don't put myself in the same category as, like, the, you know, entertain like, the girls who are, like, the Instagram models and do all that. Like, that's, like, not, you know, me. So I, when I, if, if somebody were trying to, like, get women interested and used that to represent something that I had a passion for, it wouldn't, it did, it's the same argument uh, about the skateboarders, the women in skateboard ads who are like models holding a skateboard, the women who are skateboarding and buying the clothes are like, that doesn't look like, that doesn't Mm -hmm. fit. This is clearly advertising for like men or other women that aren't interested in this. And it feels like it's further pushing those women out of the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's the part that kind of made me feel like, "Uh uh-uh, yucky. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I mean, and it is kind of a reflection of how she's been objectified for the entirety of her life, oh, including now. And sometimes it's even amongst people who, like, don't mean any harm. Right. You know, that just – she's just not a fully um, oh, realized human in yes. the eyes of a lot of people. Yes. That's really crazy to think about, mm-hmm. that we as a society have – dehumanized a well and it is sort of and then we think too not representative of but an example of how all women are yeah oh Uh uh-huh i had never really thought about that 
you know, you aren't a whole person, you are just your parts, until I was in a uh, women's studies course and we were reviewing women in advertising, like how women are portrayed in advertising. And the number of times ads just use parts of women arms, legs, between legs, like, or they make them into like robot women or something in comparison to men. It is shocking. Mm -hmm. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but it's like a simple Google search. You can see that where it's like every single Smirnoff ad you've ever seen, it'll be like parts. Mm -hmm. You're not even a whole, yes, Mm -hmm. movie poster, the shot between the legs of like, just a cleavage. Yes. What yeah, is that? Oh, you are shot just, between the legs. That's yes, a popular one. Yeah. Right? You're and you know, of course, we were playing mini golf the other day, and I oh did God. get a really great shot between your son's legs of you shooting the ball. But you know, I'll ha- yeah, turning the table, make him be the object. Yes, he's the good. object. Yeah. There we go. We do. Does it feel weird when we do that to men? I would have to see an example. It feels more um, like a parody. A parody, like Magic oh. Mike. You know, that kind right. of... Uh, of course, I thought when I saw that that I was going to think that this is ridiculous and stupid. And I was like, oh, dang. Right. Get it, boys. But it's based mm. on the idea that that's not mm. actually what we desire. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. It's yeah. sort of a joke. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, they God. are handsome. Right. So there's desire. But it's yeah. not in the same way. It's not in the same way at all. And also, you'd have to catch me at the right <clears throat> uh, uh, cycle, part of my cycle for yeah. me to be even, you know, interested in that. Right. I've learned a lot about that recently. I don't like it. I'm mad. So, uh, Do you remember? We should be mad at Susie everything. I am. Right. <laughs> Welcome. Well, yes. <laughs> like, for real. Uh, well, like, uh, uh, the member on this show, I mean, this was in the early days. We yeah. talked about how whatever, like, whoever you are as a child, uh-huh. you then become again after menopause, <laughs> yes. and that's who you actually are. Yes. And the, all the reproductive years, that's not a per, that's no. not you. No. That's just hormones yeah. trying to role play yes. you. To get you pregnant. I can't get that out of my head because every time you hear about because I get, you know, the um, hormonal migraines, yeah. oh, so I'm gosh. just very aware. Oh, yes, aware of hormonal changes. A lot of people get acne. Yep. Things, you know, things change right. during the various stages of it and you realize like, I'm just a vehicle for, for sure. this nightmare. Right. It won't be. And I'm really mad that like from let's say 40 to 50 you are basically barren. Mm-hmm. But you still have to mm-hmm. get the period and all the symptoms oh. and the migraines oh. or whatever. Sometimes they get worse. Right. And you start bleeding like a lunatic <laughs> out of your quote whatever. And <laughs> quote. it's like the cruelest joke because it you really, really aren't it's for gonna nothing. make a baby probably. Right. It's a way it's just it's just like, well, are we still doing this? Okay, I'm done. Are we doing this dance? <laughs> right. Really? Right. Let's take a hot second to talk about something I love, which is freaking learning nonstop. There's nothing better than learning something new. You guys know my uh, obsessive reading schedule, but now I've discovered something called Wondrium. Thousands of hours of content, and they've partnered with like National Geographic, Smithsonian, the Culinary Institute of America, all these amazing partners to create really cool programs. There's this one called Crimes of the Century, A Selective History of Infamy. 
It is a must-watch for true crime fans. And you know I am with all my penitentiary pals. Then there's one called The Life and Works of Jane Austen. Just learning about her life and then the storytelling that came from that and how she... Just the concept of marriage alone. It's so fascinating how her life informed how she wrote about these things. And then you'll never read these novels in the same way again. It's just... It's really exciting. Trust me, your brain is going to love this place. Sign up now through our special URL to get a great offer. It's a 14-day free trial of unlimited access. Go now to wondrium.com slash brain candy. That's W-O-N-D-R-I-U-M dot com slash brain candy. Wondrium.com slash brain candy. You guys are going to love it. Okay. Sorry, right. you were yes. saying, Sarah. I'm just mad <laughs> about it. Everything you're saying. Okay. But I'll do one that'll make you maybe I'll add, I'll add to it. I went to this wonderful women's retreat, um, this yoga, sex, and rituals retreat, and all women. It was amazing. We wrote letters to our vagina. It was like that kind of stuff. I loved it. What did it your letter so say? so freeing. Um, Dear... Uh, you know, it was weird. I couldn't, I couldn't come, like, I didn't even start it with, like, a deer and then, like, You were just like, hey, Gina. I just, like, ro- <laughs> hey, Gina. <laughs> no, that I just, girl? like, rolled right into it of, oh, like, okay. you know, maybe, like, it was very personal. And it was another woman read hers and shared, you know, talked about things like, um, like trauma that they've experienced at the hands of others and, and just saying like, like I, I release you from that. And you know, you are, it's none of that's your fault kind of thing. It's amazingly powerful. Tell me why. A lot of the times I think for a lot of women, uh, we are, we can feel, and especially if you've experienced sexual abuse, you can feel like you are there to please others, you're there for the pleasure, like that. Even your own sexuality, kind of like the Britney thing, right? Huh. Yes, yeah. Susie. Mm-hmm. Yes, that you are there to service somebody else. Your job is not for the pleasure of you. Yeah, it's to please somebody else or to procreate or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, having permission to be selfish in that way to say like to take that back and and recognize that is very freeing you feel like you come out like not as uh like I felt like I could stand up for myself more Mm -hmm. even in you know in our last episode when I or a couple episodes I don't know when it was I was talking about how after that date I went on Mm -hmm. and feeling like I I I went on the date, then I went on this retreat, and then when I was done, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just going to text him and say, like, thanks, but, you know, if they, if he hadn't texted me back, I don't think I would have done that if I didn't go on this retreat. Yeah. It really kind of showed me, like, you're in, you're, you are in charge of... This might sound like a stupid question, but were men even allowed Mm-mm. to come? No. Okay. Yeah, only women. And I was the only white woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I would never do that uh, event, but like oh, so rituals great. can be very powerful. So powerful. And I think everyone has to figure out like how they can tap into that. Yes. Whatever would work for them. Yes. Was anyone like, I don't want to do that? I think a lot of people were 
um, uh, you know, myself included, uh, like closed off or shut off from that. But it was set up in such a way where you're very, it's like, you're not, when we did any meditation, it wasn't facing each other. It was all like, you know, turned away from each other or laying down or like, you know, quiet. So it felt, felt very personal. And then when people shared, it was very, we all had very similar experiences of being, um, I think just as a woman, it's, it's not often we're put in that situation where we're told you have permission to feel good and you have permission to, um, you know, put yourself first. And I think it being over multiple days, like the first day, there's this little bit of like, oh, this is like hard and this is, and then everybody just gets comfortable and you see everybody's like experiencing similar things or have, has gone, you know, have had, has uh, uh, had like their own ways that like shame has shown up. I know for myself and when you have early abuse that like sticks with you. Mm -hmm. And so this was like a, a, and it's so common you know, for women to experience that, that I think once we, it made it easy when everybody recognized how we were all so similar and, you know, connected on this. And a lot of it was educational, which Mm -hmm. is what I, you know, was coming back to. A lot of it was educational and we were, me, I mean, I have like a freaking, I'm a therapist. Like you'd think I would know about a lot of this stuff. And I didn't about like hormones and the, and our female cycle. We are living in a a society that is based on a circadian rhythm that's twenty four hours or you know twenty five or whatever it is twenty three. That is based on a male hormonal cycle. Mm-hmm. A man's hormonal cycle is that circadian rhythm twenty four hours a day. It peaks at at uh, it starts uh, to peak and rise in the middle of the day. It's basically the nine to five. And then it drops off at the end of the day mm-hmm. to fit the nine to five. That's not what ours is. Mm-hmm. Ours is over 28 to 32 days or whatever. It's like the lunar one. And it's, you'll have two weeks where you ha- are, uh, have energy. And then you'll have one week where you have absolutely no energy at all. And then you have another week. It's more like the seasons. Mm-hmm. It's more like, you know, fall, winter, hibernation, spring to do stuff. Summer where, you know, we're like out and want to like, it's like when we're ovulating and then fall when you're just like dying inside. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> you know, and, but we're not, our, our, our society is not set up for that. Yeah. It's not set up to cater to women's. And we have this feeling of, oh yeah, you've got to have like the same routine every single day. And you've got to be like working out. No, you, you, you need to like work out different mm-hmm. when you're in different stages. You're not going to want to do high intensity interval training when you're in your, you know, it's different phase of your cycle. Mm-hmm. And like we feel like this expectation to fit into that male like cycle system. And we, I think it's nice, a nice reminder that if it seems hard sometimes, that is another, that's a, one of the layers as to why. Yeah. Well, knowledge is power. Yeah. It's a nice reminder for me. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. So I feel bad for them though. Like I don't even see it all the some parts suck, but a lot of time I'm like, I wouldn't want their situation oh, where you right. can't like 
express yourself or oh, right. have the full range of human emotions right. or whatever it is. Right. I'm just sort of like, eh, right. I'm good. We need, I mean, a, a, uh, what do they call it? Like a, um, binary gender system in general is just kind of making us all feel not so well, good. Well, it limits us yes. unnecessarily. So unnecessarily. Yeah. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Oh, that actually ties into one of the stories. The one thing I really want to talk to you about. What if it's like another furniture fetish? Oh my God, it's totally not. It's some that I think you will be. I had no idea about this phrase. You're going to know all about this. I won't. I don't know what it, you're yes. using it to say. Ring by spring. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, see? Yeah. All right. I didn't know okay. which direction we were going. I in. read a great article that really, you know, you know all about this because you grew up in the world of, you know, evangelical, like, Christianity. Mm-hmm. And hello, you have a freaking doctorate in this. So yeah. you know all of this stuff. I had no idea that this was as strong of a thing it's as so it was. weird. I didn't even know about the tie between marriage and education, like the marriage education movement. Uh-huh. What the heck is going on there, Sus? We didn't... The ring by spring phrase is newer. I think that's... You know, you get a lot of those phrases with social media where it becomes like a hashtag or something. When I was in that world, it was... We called it an MRS degree. That's what I have in my notes. I'd never heard of that ever. An MRS degree. Yeah. What? Like where you're just going to um, higher education to meet your man. Susie, I... Reading this felt like I, I I didn't have any awareness that this why? was a thing. Tell I can't, me why. I, and that was one of the weird, you know, we have like the feelings, then we have the feelings about the feelings. So like <laughs> I had the feelings reading this and then I had that awareness of like, well, tell them what the ring by spring even, is. Okay. So ring by spring is the, uh, this, I don't know, goal. push, goal. <laughs> yes. This goal for we'll call it, we'll say women it's yes. mostly women yes. to be engaged and like well really engaged before they graduate college yeah you got to pair off you got to pair off and you look at the, it was really interesting in the article it was in vice uh they were interviewing a, a marriage photographer like a guy who does engagement photo shoots and he said one of the most interesting things to see is how these newlywed or these newly engaged couples act because you can really see the difference like how they don't they're really awkward around each other they don't really know each other that well because they haven't been together that long they like meet in when the they're fall, young and they're so young yeah the thing that was really that was really shocking to me that i did not expect was that the article argued that this isn't that they're isn't as big of an incentive for men to marry with the promise of a physical relationship as you think. There isn't as much an incentive for them to want to get married? Because one-third of people who are in a study that was done on students in, a Christian, in Christian colleges reported that one-third of them who wanted to have sex, like were having premarital sex, one-third of them were abstaining and one-third of them refused to answer. Well, so yeah. if they wanted to have sex, they were having sex. Well, is kind of like what they were getting at. Okay, so you have a lot of things at play. Yes, yeah. 
they're horny mm. and they want to have sex. And if they have made some sort of chaste commitment, oh. then that does really speed up the desire to want to pair off. But for women, there's other things on top of that, on top of the horniness, which is that the whole patriarchal idea oh links your self-worth to a partner, a male partner, and then childbirth. And so it's stigmatized mm-hmm. to oh. not be married and breeding because then you're not a complete person. Oh, men don't God. have that component. Mm-hmm. Like bachelorhood for men is more accepted. I mean, even the model of Jesus and a lot of the apostles. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Of course. Like they can have a higher calling and still, and have full value, but they would be super horny. So they they need to sort that part out, but there's no stigma. That, you know what they said um, in this article, exactly what you're saying. It says that it often leaves women without the sense, like, the men don't have that sense of urgency that's felt by women, which means that they're also free to construct their identities outside of the relationship, which, I mean, I didn't even, I had never really thought about this or thought, cause I just don't, I'm not exposed to that world. One thing I, uh, I read that was so shocking were the women who were in the, uh, like pre-med programs who were given the advice that they won't be as attractive if they're in yeah. that. And they switch to nursing. Yeah, no, yes. Not only is it not encouraged for <gasps> you to like invest in your own self um, volition and autonomy, it's it's discouraged. And then they the the women who don't get paired off graduate with degrees in fields they're not interested in at all, which makes them feel really lost. And it mean like they're like ill-equipped for social and financial independence. Well, yeah, because they're assuming they're going to pair off and that they oh won't have God. to even use the degree. So then, if they are <laughs> like, it's like musical chairs. If they're the one left standing, then they're like, shit. Now I got to be a teacher, and they don't even like kids, right? Or a doctor, and they don't even want to like, like what? Not a. I'm, there's not a lot of them that are like higher up there. Full fully in this world and being like, I want to be a doctor. And then like going to med school and doing 10 years without the man. You know, I was just like thinking about the people who I know that, you know, they talked a lot about BYU in this article and, you know, and a lot of the schools in Utah and the families that I know that are Mormon, there was a big pressure. There was also a, a pressure of achieving academic success. So if you felt this pressure to achieve academic success and the pressure to get married. I wonder if that, if there are those people who are like, yeah, in the Mormon community. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they are more invested in excellence Uh than the traditional, like um, Pentecostal or evangelical groups. I was also shocked to see the divorce rate amongst uh, white conservative Protestants. Oh, that's my favorite thing to tweet about. It's like, I had no idea. They love like homophobia, but they like turn a blind eye to the insane number of divorces in the Bible Belt. They have the highest number. Yeah. Yeah. I know. 17.4% compared to 14.2 in the national average. Which on one hand you think, well, that's weird because they're they believe that that's wrong. But if you're getting married at fucking 19 because you want to get laid right right. you're probably not going to grow together right (laughs) right and this of course there's always exceptions but i mean come on 
I, well, yeah. And the, and the men outnumbering women two to one, or women outnumbering men two to one at these schools, there's no sense of urgency for the dudes. No. They're like, whatevs. And, uh, you know, of course you see this, that it's two to one with women and men in all religious settings. Mm-hmm. At church, at, you know. Oh, that's always been true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not on, not at the pulpit. <laughs> not at right in everywhere but the important roles. Yes, yeah, they're lying in the pews, but oh my god, they are not the leaders. Well, did you read about the um, in the same vein as yeah. the Ring by Spring? There was this viral music video called No What? Oh my god, I can't <laughs> so wait! Good. Oh god, <laughs> modest is hottest. No. <laughs> And this guy, this dad, like total, like cliche white dad has these two daughters and he wrote this song and it was supposed to be funny, but it's not Mm. like where he wants them to wear turtlenecks and stuff. Is there there any rapping in it? Please God, no. (laughs) I don't think so. But like what he thought was just like funny, um, when people didn't respond well, you know, on the interweb (laughs) and, uh. They were pointing out how this is still framing it through that male lens. Yes. How, how am I going to be hottest? Hot. Oh, for who? For who? Them. <gasps> so it's like oh, problematic God. on several levels oh. where it's still like, and you want to be hot too. Like right. Just you so you know, be being hot. hot is important. Not but, anything else. Not the who you are, what you can contribute. That is the reason why I've got to write letters to our vaginas. <laughs> see what i'm saying i should write a book to her for real it is very oh and Suze, you would have loved this because they talk about uh, they talked about all about uh there's a a um a man who wrote a book about uh a tribe in africa that he was a member of and they or maybe probably it still is and um they put the emphasis on the women having the orgasm and the women ejaculating and if the man can't make the woman ejaculate he gets he's like seen as the one that's like he feels the shame that's why you should never fake it never oh my god if you're so (laughs) sarah's like wait are we still doing doing that are we still don't i think a lot of people do you are not performing for anyone but i think they're usually doing it so it's over you know where you want it to end and if those guys have that Ew, idea of like, that's so gross. We have to fucking stroke their dicks and well, their ego. Because you know how some God, guys like almost make it about their ego so openly. They'll be like, yes. "No, I'm going to make you." Oh right. Well, and I love like, that. Well, I when better you do fake that, it if yeah. I want this to end. I got things to do. Right. Yeah. So, but that's a bad move. Yeah. Well, you could just be gentle and be like, "Oh, it's not happening for me tonight, but next time or something." Or don't be gentle. Just be like, "No, get off of me." Yeah. Like right. we don't have to like. We don't. Soften the blow. We don't. Because they're getting the wrong message. I remember one time with a partner, I finished first, and they were like, and then I was like, like, almost asleep. And they were like, <laughs> what about me? And I was like, what about you? And then I took care of them. But, you know, well, that would be but one still, thing like the pressure if they of like, had that mind, same, like, what the? did they have that same standard for you where they no. said, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's never what... That's what I've said. That's why in that moment I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Good to know. Yeah. That's... Put that in the old yeah. good to know file. Like, uh, okay. So, yes, I say... And it really is amazing when you write a letter. Oh, well, what I was going to say about this is that the tribe practices labia pulling. 
So they are looking because oh, I would be yep. like, oh my That's god, what I'm saying, my people, your people, they'll love you. Oh my god, I'd be like a goddess. Goddess pre-pulling, you're just like that. <laughs> this is all this, natural, this is all baby. Natural, baby. Yep. Yes, they like the, it long and sloppy, cl- floppy. The clitoris extends is a much larger organ than we think it is, and extends like a wishbone. I don't know that I want to extend it. F- no, no, it's not. In, it's more like where you it, you get to experience pleasure. It's like so if stimulating you pull to on that the labia hole. enough. The clitoris also protrudes. Ooh, I don't know. I didn't get. Into, I didn't. I haven't read the book, and it was sounds... more like a general discussion of like how they just there love are it. places that this is this is bigger a thing is place. better. Some, yes, size matters. Yes, oh my God, this is great, isn't it? I knew you'd love that. I do because I like to talk about my flaps. And how big they are and everything. Because it used to bother me on the challenge when they would talk about the quote beef curtains and stuff. It's so stupid. It's such bullshit. I remember them talking about some women and their meat curtains as they they called them. They're awful. Don't listen to them. And they they acted like it was because she was so um, active or promiscuous. And I was like, no, no. That just happens (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) Real loud. Because, um... You know, everybody's everybody is yes. different, but they have it in their head right. that it's this purity culture. It's a weird extension it of. Is. And I guarantee you, if you gave them a diagram of a vagina, they wouldn't be able to label more than two of the parts. Right. Well, they wouldn't care though. They would have no shame about not being able oh, to do God. that, which is embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Ugh, the worst. But I just want to like educate the world that vaginas come in all different shapes and sizes i just want to educate my co-host the vagina comes in all shapes and sizes you're just lovely no i i know and i embrace it and i just Good. want people to know do not Susie, be like ashamed turned over a new leaf. yeah because i like it i just always was like the self-conscious yeah oh, who, and now you're in the fucking 40s of i'm in the fucking 40s i don't care if anybody but, yeah because it's yes. great i don't know what whether you have a problem yeah, with it but that's compl- on you. husband ain't complaining no, he's fine right but I, I get a lot of messages from women after I do this. Yeah. And they're like, well, I have one too. Oh, good. They feel seen. Like, yeah, girl. Yes. We accept all She's shaped real vaginas pretty. over here. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. We're doing the Lord's work. Do you have a name for her? Gina. Oh, Gina. Right. right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> like offended. Right. I forgot. We I'll did that. She forget plays, that yes, clip. I remember. You said that. so funny. She, she Sarah thinks softball. my vagina plays softball. <laughs> She probably does because she doesn't take shit. You she know? doesn't take shit. Yeah. She, t- come on. Floppity sloppity. She plays. <laughs> kidding. Right. Those are your words, not mine. Oh my gosh. This is just cracking me up. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, okay. Should we wind it down or is it really already? Wait, I have to share one more thing because yeah. it, it's it's going to be the season's going to come and go and then I'm going to miss it. I can't even believe this story that I saw this morning. The police are so motherfucking dumb. The police in, Lo- in Los Angeles confiscated five thousand pounds worth of explo- of fireworks. Yeah. Then had the genius idea to do a controlled detonation on the same street that they like just right there, like on site. Blew up the whole neighborhood. 17 people are in the hospital. No. Yes. 
I'm, I'll send you the video. I couldn't, but I had, like, I have it pulled up ready to send you because I'm like, I have to show her this. This is insane. That clearly wasn't supposed to happen. And it, it was not in a good neighborhood. And it makes me feel like, like, it, not good. Mm-hmm. You know, it is like. You saying it was supposed to be a controlled detonation, but they just like, was it accident or they just didn't plan it properly or what? Um, the, the, um, uh, the, what do you call it? Chief of police or fire, fire captain or whatever said that like, oh, precautions were clearly taken, but look, I'm going to show you too. Captured on camera. Watch what happens. Oh God. In that explosion. How can they say? Precautions were taken. Yeah, none. There's just like cars everywhere. Right. And stuff. That, look at the middle of the street they did it in. Is that not the craziest? Oh my god! And it blew up the whole entire block. Seventeen people are in the hospital. What the hell are they doing? And there were um, uh, what is it called? Those like homemade explosive devices that were there as well that they just didn't take out. Like, what the hell? That's awful. Yeah. I hate that story. I, uh, me too. Well, that's a horrible thing to close on. We should wind it down. I should have. I should have. We like, should have left it with labia. Left God it with damn labia it! Pulling. Damn it! Anyways, let's talk about. Um, yeah, let's wind it down with Sarah's bathroom. Oh gosh, you invasion. Had to bring it up again. What <laughs> yeah, can I, I do to make it better? No, I I didn't mind at all. Okay. In she fact, didn't I was actually <laughs> struck by how little I minded. Oh, good. Because I was just like, yeah. You know, normally if somebody sees you in the tub. Right. Once Ren walked in on me in the bathroom and it was a thing about like my private, like really wanting privacy and felt like I couldn't go anywhere. It was like in the middle of quarantine and I fully cried. I could see that. Fully was like, yeah. do I have no place? When you place? just need a, yes. a little bit of space. And then there's that little bit of sh- like, like embarrassment uh, that like you add that on top. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, yeah. you don't look your best no, when I mean, you're. You'd look beautiful though. Right side boob. You look great. <laughs> that was a good distraction. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, hubba hubba. Um, but it wasn't as sexy as baby fetish furniture or anything. Well, n- not sexy to us, but maybe sexy <laughs> oh to my those, those guys. She's back to I'm being going tolerant. To link, I'm going to link this video. You guys are going to see it, and then you're going to be like, okay, okay, I'm all going to come around. I the other thing about the baby fetish people that bothers me <laughs> is how it's not realistic. Like, <laughs> they still utilize those like bonnets and stuff like not only is it baby fetish but it's like we're going back in time right caricature of like you know like christening dresses and like weird um pins in the diaper yes like we don't use those usually we totally don't so it's like if you're gonna do it (laughs) at least be historically accurate or modern right and uh Oh. Journal of Nature, we have questions. Yeah, we're always Team Brittany. Um, always. You know, we, we, it gave us a chance to really explore the male gaze and how that affects how us. How we're sick of it. Yeah. Oh, yep. But don't worry. You could just go ahead and write your vagina a letter. And then you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get a ring by spring and wear your oh, turtlenecks. <laughs> wear your... Because modest is hottest. That is not true. No. Give me the boobs. Oh, go, go. Give me some side <laughs> boob. <laughs> That's what I want. Right. I'll have that dad walk in on me in the tub and I'll yes. see if he's still yeah. singing that. We'll tune see what's hot. After he sees right. Gina. Would you like softball. Susie? <laughs> oh my God. All right, oh. people. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye.